0: Terry you're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe, Sway, Joel, and Sean. Alright, another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. I am Pavone alongside Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone, fellow Celtics. Preseason in full swing. You got a uh, different vibe at TV Garden for the, for the preseason opener, the debut of Chris Sassport is the debut of Drew Holiday, man. We haven't even Man, last episode we had a Holiday was still a member of the Bucks. Everything has changed in the Eastern Conference, and the Boston Celtics, man, are certainly positioned for a title run now more than ever. We got to break down everything that's going on in the preseason. Of course, who's starting? What do we make of what Peyton is doing right now? How deep is this bench? Man, I, I got to say, preseason—not you know the, the way you measure the, the, a team success or whatever—but this team is. They look pretty damn good on on, on uh, the, the the first sample size that we're getting right now, man. What are you, what are you guys thinking right now? And, and we look ahead to, to the beginning of the season and, and landscape the Eastern Conference, man. Just how, how good is he? We gotta break this
1: down. No, the first the first three games, um you know, small sample size, like you said, but um a lot of potential in terms of like the bench. Uh, obviously, you know, Payne Pritchard has he's been he's been doing his thing. I was uh, since his um, his extension. I guess that's, I guess that's what he needed to, to feel like he's uh, an important member of this, of this roster now, now that, um, uh, he's gonna be getting consistent minutes. So that's always a good thing because we know the top six, right? That, that, that goes without saying. Whoever the starting five, that's probably gonna change on a consistent basis or on a, on a game to game basis, I meant to say. And so who's gonna be your bench, right? You traded away Marcus Smart, you traded away, uh, Robbie Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, you let, you know, Grant Williams essentially walk. So, what is this bench gonna look like? Should that be like a major concern right now? But I don't know. I feel like Brad Stevens, you know, signing some of these, you know, not sexy names to, to like come off the bench and, you know, place them behind Tatum and Brown, and, and they might actually, you know, work out. In terms of what we've we seen, especially in the last two games, because we haven't seen the starters initially play since the first game, I don't know. I like I like what I saw against uh, Philly in the second game. In Philly, we saw Drew Holiday more so where he's going to be playing. I don't think that I saw in like ESPN. After like the, their first game that, cause he didn't start. They're like, Oh my God. Like, how can he not start? Like, it's like, yo, relax. Like, <laughs> he's going to start. Like, let, you know, Joe do what Joe does, especially with the, with the new assistant coaches that he has. It's, 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 everything is new. It's a lot of new pieces. So we'll see, we'll see more in the next, the last two games because there's, there's so much time off in between how like the rotation will be more so, you know, set the seven, eight, maybe even nine guys
0: yeah i mean you want to run to look like when you lose someone like robert williams and, and that's just something that that just had to happen in order to get someone like drew holiday i mean like, that's how you separate yourself from the other offers that's how you separate yourself from from teams that essentially could have changed the landscape of the use of in the sense of preventing the southern from getting someone like drew holiday right now southern all are neck and neck with the Bucks, regardless of where you stand in the conversation, you know, that's how close it is, right, in terms of, like, the top teams that are favorites to win the Eastern Conference. You know, so so having someone like you Holiday, obviously, you, you feel great about the Celtics' chances when you look at that matchup, right, per se. On that front court, right, after, after Porzingis, after Al Horford, you know, Tatum, and Brown, it gets really thin, and looking into, or at least looking in the passage and saying to, the important thing is his injury history. The thing that everyone's worried about going into the first season. our uh, Horford, you know, obviously not getting any younger. Uh, another season that's supposed to be supposed to end with another deep playoff run. I mean, all that you take into consideration, and you wonder like just how thin is this front court, and how is that going to affect a team that's essentially trying to be or should yearn to be, you know the better, if not the best defense in the NBA. I like, that's a part of their identity that I feel like they have to gear towards and that's something that they've been talking about all summer and throughout training camp and through our media day and all that stuff is great because we know how break the offense when you just look at the top six players like, like you mentioned Joel, But you wonder how that how again losing someone like Robert Williams affects the front court. How important is that when you're when you're talking about the the, the team's defensive identity. And can one of these guys make an impact? Can one of these guys steal you know, a, a rotation spot. It's really hard to stay at this point because they're they're really raw, man. You know, I mean, like Jordan Walsh, everyone was hyped about him what he looked like, and, and some and all that. Well, I, I, I think this guy is destined for a, a, a long season in May, and that's not a bad thing in the sense of where he is and, and who he is as a player and what he's going to be in the next few years. But in sense of what the team trying to do right now, it doesn't really help them, right? I mean, you look at the end of like Gabriel and Penta, and you know, you you wonder if one of these guys can latch on. Or someone like Luke Cornette, I mean, has he improved compared to the last season? Sure. I mean, what do you get in for him? So there's a lot of question marks going into, the, going into the preseason. But if you're another team in the Eastern Conference, you would say that's a that's a great problem to have. Right? You know, for the Celtics, you know? you know, I think a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference are saying, "Man, that 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 poor Celtics team. Uh, I wonder how they're going to do this season." You know, I, I think they're in pretty good shape when you look at overall what, what they what, what they look like after the trades and after the offseason that they had. Yeah, man, I mean the the way I look at that
2: is is two ways. Like there is obviously like the Rob Williams front court depth was not our strong suit when we started, but like think of it think about where we were last year. When Rob Williams wasn't healthy and Al was sitting for a back to back, we didn't have a Porzingis. We had Blake Griffin playing those games. We had, you know, like there was no, we didn't we we traded Marcus Smart who was a perimeter defender for a big man, and then you trade a perimeter uh, uh, a big man for a perimeter defender. I think we're gonna be okay
0: with the way the rotations are set up. You know, know. Wrong, real quick though, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I just wanna I want put this out there, make sure we're all on the same page here. These are upgrades, right? Yeah. Like, you know, maybe, maybe not like, maybe not a significant upgrade or there's a huge gap, but we're not talking about going from Marcus Smart to Drew Holiday. We're not talking about listen, going from listen, listen. William to Chris Passport Porzingis yeah. We're talking two clear upgrades.
1: Right? I mean, not only, not only are there upgrades. Oh, I'm real quick. My, my fault, Sean. Not only are there upgrades, but they cater more to what Joe wants to run, right? They're, yes. they, they're, they're shooting, and, shooting and more threes.
0: With right. too. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. shooting more threes I hit, and
1: you know uh, you know obviously defense has been something that they've been preaching since the start of training camp but like right. you know you got, if, if there's one player that could do what marcus smart does on the defensive end it's fucking drew holiday right this is an older yeah. version <laughs> you, know, you want
0: you wanted you wanted marcus
2: smart to eventually turn into drew holiday
1: yeah but let's be honest like as much as we love marcus smart you know Drew Holiday can that drop can drop thirty can drop thirty on any given night. You know what yeah.
2: I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean Marcus Smart's a man, but he's just not Drew Holiday, and that's like he's like Drew Holiday is a more well-rounded, offensively polished Marcus Smart. It just it is what it is. No, well, I really I really
0: wish if we brought this up a year ago. But, okay. No, so I think. I wait, think wait,
1: no, say that again. No, no, I didn't hear you. Say that again.
0: Um, yeah, really it again. Really it would have. No, no, he's, talking he's talking to me. He's talking, uh, to me.
1: Uh, Wait, he's, talking, he's talking to me. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to
0: you. So again. Yeah, yeah. You he didn't hear that. Then. So I said, I wonder if his answer would have been the same if we asked him this question a year ago about comparing <laughs> you holiday to to markets. The way the way you just said it right now, like he's. If you would have explained, well, I mean, Drew, Drew
1: said, Holiday, I was the only one had Drew Holiday in my top in my top twenty five here. I, I love myself. I Drew had Holiday. put
2: Drew Holiday in my top twenty five last year. Oh, Okay, so you did
0: hear me, well You
2: did hear me. All right. cool. All right. so what I'm good. saying, what I'm saying is, <laughs> last obviously, I love Marcus Smart, and I wasn't sold on the Marcus Smart for Porzingis deal because I yeah, didn't feel same. Like, I didn't feel like you were getting the right value, but if you were to come to me and say, "Hey," We're gonna trade Rob Williams and Marcus Smart for Perzingis and Drew Holiday.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now we're now 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 it's like, okay, yeah, of course you do that deal. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get rid of Marcus Smart, but I do that deal because that's just
1: And it's and the and the crazy part is I'll like even, even before yeah. the holiday trade, like when Milwaukee just traded for 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 Dame and everyone was like, oh no, Milwaukee's in a far you know uh, above favorite. I still was like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't wasn't I wasn't convinced, right? And obviously, you know, uh Brad pulled off essentially two like quote deadline deals where he's just like, you know, I'm not even gonna, I'm, gonna Brad, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna what think about Brad. it. Like I'm not gonna think about it. Like I don't know two fan favorites, but like you know to to, to do. Or to help, you know, Joe run the offense the way he wants to run the offense, it was a no-brainer for him to trade, you know, to, to trade for a guy like Holiday. Like, obviously, after the Porzingis trade, I we even said it. Not that long after the Marcus Marcus Mark got traded, there's got to be another piece, right? But obviously, no one knew that you know Drew Holiday was going to be available, right? So that's well, it just didn't
0: feel like okay, this is it. Like oh, you didn't get that same excitement yeah, so yeah. You, until you found out about Drew Holiday. Yeah, it was like oh, so you guys are really going all in here. You yeah, I feel like I, I felt
2: like it, it was like this is it. But then when the Dane thing dropped, everyone was like, okay, this can't be it, right? Yeah, like that that was the turning point. But also too. When Dan got traded, the first thing that went to my mind—and this is going to tell you how fucked up my mind is when I think about the Celtics—I was like, "I oh, shouldn't have traded Marcus Smart, motherfuckers. You're going <laughs> to be fucking dane Lillard now, huh?
1: Instead of playing him uh, twice a year, you're playing him four times a year or three times. right uh, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or, or, in, or you can, in the playoffs, you Marcus
2: Smart in those playoff matchups, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean,
2: it's, again, again,
1: there's no, it's not a really like slight because, you know, I feel like again you know, Smart was finally given the role that he always wanted to, or at least he thought when he was got drafted originally that he was going to be the starting point guard of this of the squad, right? And you know, he only really got that opportunity the last two seasons here. But you know, moving moving forward, um, you know, obviously the ownership and 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 Brad, they're they're all in. Like they're 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 like, we're gonna we're we're going for it. I don't think they're really thinking about Milwaukee. I think they're just like, no, we gotta focus on ourselves. And on top of that, you know what's crazy? Now your highest two played uh, players for this season is Drew Holiday and Porzingis. Before it goes to Tatum and you know what I mean? So like, like if you if, if if you're looking at this as just like player for player in terms of like upgrades, then yeah, obviously like that. You know, Rob, who's someone who's who's injured right now. By the way, he he banged knees with somebody in, in, in practice, so. You know, it's 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 one of those things where you people were waiting for him to become the guy that everybody wanted him to become, right? And it's like, oh man, you traded Rob. It's like, ah, it's like that was this is this year was supposed to be the year, and and but when a player like Drew Holiday is available, a champion point guard, a champion who who who, who like was a big part of what they did, for the simple fact that like they didn't even tell onto the Kumpo that they was going to do this deal. Like cause they he probably would have been like, no, don't do it. Like I love Drew. Like don't do this. Like, did you guys hear, like, I don't know how long ago this was, maybe, like, a few years back, they wanted to trade Middleton for Jimmy Butler, and Antetokounmpo said, no, like, Middleton is my guy. Like, I'm, we're not doing that. Can you imagine Jimmy and Antetokounmpo on the same squad three, four years later? Yeah.
0: So, so far, part might not have made it to the finals.
2: <laughs> that, that, in finals. That, that's, a thing. that's the dumbest thing Antetokounmpo has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, with
1: with Milwaukee, and, and they took, obviously, to, to heart everything that Antetokounmpo said about his future. And they were like, shit, man, we got to, like, do something now. And it, there's no guarantee that he's going to sign in the extension. But with this, obviously, they're like, all right. But... I still think it's weird to say. I still think Andre Cooper's like, I, I would have preferred to keep Drew if that was possible, but that's why, you know, well, at least no, I, I think-, think why they couldn't, they didn't include him in the, like, the decision. Yeah,
0: but that, there's no way that they didn't, like, at least run to buy him. Like, I, I can see them doing it in the sense of, like, let's wait to the final hour to ask them because they just, they were so, and rightfully so, right, they were so, like, tight-lipped about this thing because if anything, if anything, even though a, 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 a slight... Suggestion went to Lillard's camp about this, they would have did their best to, to, to nip it in the bud. They would have done their best to try to yeah. rewrite it to Miami. They would have just messed it up. So I feel like they were trying to hide it from Lillard's camp, from his agent, and didn't want to risk, you know, just word of mouth of, of, of Giannis going to Drew or whatever. the case but they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, he walk, was, he was, walk, was mad. You, for... walking,
0: you do what you're supposed to do. You wait till you say, look, the thing's done. We just want to let you know, like, hey, you think of this, and you want you want it, you want to get better. This is the way we do it. Okay, we can compete with Boston. We can compete with Miami. You know, they lost Marcus Smart, but Miami lost uh, a couple of starters. They haven't really improved. They've just been praying for this literally, We're going to shock everyone. What do you say? And you know, he said, "Yeah." Like at the end of the day, that's why he sent that great, you know, that nice heartfelt letter to to Drew Holiday, which he which he should have because it, no North from the organization even hit the guy up. Drew Holiday found out the same way that we did, or at least his wife did. That's how. You know, he woke up to it, and, and I, I I don't think that's right, but, you know, you look at what Milwaukee walking right now with, with, like, your schedule, and, and honestly, what he would saying, they did, they did what they were supposed to do. No,
1: no, you're like, right, especially because he was mad. He was mad, too, when they think, when they fired his coach.
0: I, I, don't, I don't think they overlooked the likelihood of Drew Holiday going to the I even, think. If they, even if they said, like, you know what, if it does happen, we'll be fine. Like, I, I really do think they overlooked it. I, I think, think, you, think they didn't know, think that it would, it would really impact, you
2: know, their changing of the You know, who overlooked it, I think, was, and I think this is where some of that, like, Joel was, you're right about the Drew Holiday and Giannis thing. I think if, if Giannis saw the whole picture and was like, Boston's gonna end up with Drew, like, I know, right. he's gonna say, no, let's just keep him, let's just <laughs> fucking keep him, we'll run it back, dude. Or,
1: you're right, no. I, I don't think they ever thought, you know, that that was even like a possibility of happening, but, you know, but you know with what? The, with you know the short funny? list of teams that like like Holiday was you know thinking about being traded to, you know you know number one on that list had to be Boston. Like yo, I get to compete directly with these dudes who traded me okay. twenty four hours after I said I want to retire as a. Well, yeah, retired.
0: but but you but, know well, the Celtics haven't have a piece there, right? Like no, no of course, one, yeah. None of those teams that you just mentioned had a Robert Williams. I well, it was never going to. But which is, which is the big reason why I think they couldn't they didn't get a little straight up. Yeah. You would never put someone like Dan in
2: the mix, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. So yeah. that's this yeah. is the thing. This but is the thing. This is the thing that I look at that I think
2: is that I think is crazy because this isn't the first like big name guy that would have a perfect fit like trade for him. It's going to be perfect complement when Danny was running the team. Danny's not making this trade. Danny's well, well, not. Well, not well trading
1: I mean, when that when the the rumor was that like you know either it's, no, it's going to be called. Rob Williams or Al Horford in the deal plus uh, no, uh, on
0: real quick though Daniel would pull out because of those, those future first? yeah the future firsts <laughs> like, and, and no absolutely not absolutely not, yeah. like, absolutely,
1: absolutely not yeah, yeah. We, we've seen we've seen that Brad doesn't give a fuck about some future first. he's like oh, I'm, he
0: he'd be like Joe oh no to, to Cronin right Cronin we just got that first from, from, the, from the Warriors we'll just relax alright we just got it from the first thing he, like, he would've been like oh, we're not giving you that first <laughs> and it could be it could be like, unprotected I it could awesome. be unprotected Power. in
1: 2030
0: like come on <laughs> yeah that's like, like yeah. awesome. just take these three second rounders and fucking enjoy them
1: right? <laughs> and trade exceptions
0: <laughs> yeah right
1: but yeah no but I um, when, when you saw those rumors like flowing around that it's going to be obviously it was going to be Brogdon and it's going to be either either Horford or, or, or Rob to make you know the n- uh, numbers work I, I honestly didn't think I was like they're not going to part with Rob and I, I honestly didn't think it was going to and happen because of that just the Rob thing in general because right. they're looking for expiring look contracts cool. or young guys, right? Like their like their future is is looking, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be bright over there in, in Portland in the next like few years. I the Clippers
0: wouldn't want someone like Rod though, because that's a really that's a team friendly deal, man. Like, I, yeah, I, I thought I thought that the Celtics just saying we're way too far up front, like you know, like like gun to the head, not gonna do it. But when Brad did it. I liked the decision. Like, you know I, mean? yeah. I know that sounds weird because I was against it, but then when he did, I was just like, good for him because he, you know, like you said, like it, it takes a lot to get good things. And and he knew that, he knew now, right? Now that I'm like, or, or even back then, even like, even like hours removed from the news, right? I thought about it a lot harder all the was. Wait a minute. Like I could just see Brad just losing sleep for weeks, man. You know what I mean? Weeks and weeks, you know, thinking to himself, I could have had Drew Holiday. Yeah. I'm out for another three weeks. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm hypothetical, right? I'm thinking, no, in like January or something. That first injury for Rob, where he's going to shut it down. Yeah. First setback where he's just like, fuck. Like, I fucked this up. You know? I fucked this up. And, and and granted, this is because, this is because of how much respect and and how much he really is impressed by Drew Holiday's game. Because he falls in line with the same type of criteria of someone like, uh, someone like Corzingas, but more so. Man, the brass team, the brass team has always this his praises whenever he played against Drew Holiday. Well, you know, whether he was a member of the yeah, Pelicans yeah. or, or those years, those years in Milwaukee, man, he was always like yeah, that. guy really, you know, is a problem for us. You know, like, he always, always talks, always to good things to say about Drew. Yeah. There's two, yeah, no, definitely. two things. two things that, that popped I,
1: I just didn't think that like they would, they would part with Rob with all the stuff that we were talking about beforehand. Like, oh, it's his first really, really full you know, healthy off season, like, you know, the the, the sky's the limit for for Robert Williams but I really didn't think like but you know, Savage no, Savage two. Brad over here and Savage Stevens is like, you know, yeah. can't gotta keep the gotta keep the emotion out and just look at the bigger picture.
2: There's two there's two reasons why this trade makes the most sense in the world. Is the first thing is like every year we were hoping that Rob would be in the playoffs, being able to play you look at the NBA finals. If Rob was playing every game, what the fuck was it? Di- what what would have been different there? When the net, last year, Rob could have played 100%, what would have been the difference? And you're like, what if, what if, what if? Yeah. Yo, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are not on their rookie contracts anymore. Well, you know what I mean? Like, they're not young anymore. Like, yeah. the time is now. So, like, you're not, you can't project. You have to play for now, and that's the right move. man yeah, and you know right what
1: now. else? Too, it wasn't even a guarantee that he was even going to be, you know, starting. Like everyone just assumed, oh no, but he's going to start after the Porzingis. He's definitely starting. Al's coming off the bench. Like, is he yeah. really though? Is he going to be healthy enough to start on a consistent basis? Like, that's those are the question marks, especially after the Porzinga trip. Before, obviously, before.
0: What was my biggest thing? What do you guys think is going to happen? I mean, Joe was always talking about the whole like, uh, give you a different lineup every single night, back to base, you know, the, the 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 you. You know stuff he's gonna say now, just to get everyone's mind off of it. But like, if you guys were in his position, like, who who do you start? Like, which lineup do you feel like is, is, is best for this team? I think you, if you
2: had Rob Williams, let, let's go. Let's go pre. Not a team anymore, Sean. Okay, he's
0: gone. He's in Portland now.
2: What, what I'm talking about is though, like for, for that <laughs> question, because I feel like that question was legit. When you had the three big men, like, okay, Al, Chris Tapps, and Rob are all healthy. I mean, you're starting Rob. Rob was the most Rob Rob you're starting Rob every time. Like, I don't know why that was in a conversation, but now, like, okay, your best player all around in the playoffs last year is most likely going to come off the bench. Like, that is legit, man. Yeah, but
1: but you forgot you forgot last year that like Rob he barely started any games even when he came back from the injury? Like he was better suited coming off the bench last year. For what? For what? You know, Joe. The one that Joe, one to Joe wanted to run.
2: Rob. Rob Williams will be the biggest what if on uh, those three years that the Celtics uh made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think the bubble bubble year, the bubble year to last year, the biggest what if is just yo. If Rob was healthy the entire time, what what kind of difference would that been? And you can't keep doing that, man. You can't keep doing that. No, you're right. But like,
1: again, suited to what Joe wants to run offensively, right? You know, shooting those threes, everybody in that starting lineup, whether, whether it's, you know, Derek White or whether it's Al, they all can shoot threes and they can all shoot threes well. Like we're talking about. And Rob
2: never tried. Rob never tried.
1: Rob doesn't, Rob didn't even have like post move. What was Rob's post move? Again, not the shit on Rob, but what was his post? Well, Rob's a rim runner. He's
2: a rim runner. He's got it. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, come on. No, he's no, no I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just saying. No, no, Joel, hold on, hold on. So Rob Williams has a certain set of skills that is actually still very, very much so in fucking in in demand in the NBA. It's rebounding. Block shots and rim I'm running. Talking about, like, I'm talking about. I'm talking about offensive. Pressure.
1: I'm talking about offensively when you you know down on the block like you know let's throw it down to, to the pick rob and Williams.
2: roll. The pick and roll, pick and roll offense. That's that's what he. That's what he brought. He that that pick and roll. Everybody
1: Marcus knows. Everybody knew him more as you know lob rob. You get him in the pick and roll, but like you that's know, what I'm you throw him a rob, you throw him a lob or whatever. But like if he's not doing that on a consistent, if you're not you know setting him up. Like if he just, but
2: he was elite. He was elite at that, though. That's the thing. Like when he was healthy, he learned,
1: but when how, how often was he healthy? We're going back to his health again.
2: one hundred percent. I hear you on that. I hear you on that, and that is why this trade is has been a hundred percent accepted by Celtics fans. Like everyone loved Rob Williams, but like uh, the reason why it makes sense is because it just, it just like there's. There's a what if factor. And then now the other thing too about Drew that not a lot of people have been talking about because I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I haven't heard, haven't heard a ton of like, you know, we're still in preseason mode right now, but like, like when not to give not, and I don't want to give Kyrie any type of credit or credence or whatever, but do you remember? When he was like, yeah, we just need a champion in this, in this locker room. We need someone that's been there before. Yeah, and he said and,
1: that. And he, would, and he would talk about himself in that, in that regard.
2: And he wasn't, he's, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. No, you know no. what I mean? Yeah. Like he's not, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he, he fits the mold, but he's not that, he's not that guy. But if I think like when we're talking about like what Kyrie should have been as a, as a, uh, all world player, championship winner coming to Boston leader leader that he said he wanted to
1: lead his own team yeah yep like that That never never was gonna happen
2: no Drew Drew is actually that guy and I think like that's it's gonna take a between him and Al Horford now like he wins he wins
1: like he wins like best teammate like every year
2: (laughs) yep you have veteran you have veteran leadership and the one thing if you remember the last time we got on the mics and I was a little anti-trade type stuff The one thing that I said was, like, it honestly doesn't matter. It's all about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum anyways. So, like, now all you've done is you've built nearly the perfect surrounding cast for these two to go out this year, and Jalen's going to average 25. Tatum's going to average damn near 30. You're going to have Porzingis probably in the low 20s. Drew Holiday and like all you need from him is fifteen to twenty points a night, solid defense, uh controlling the offense, ball handling, not turning the ball over, and then forget it. You now got Derek White, too, who's easily can put up 20 points any night. Like, now we're talking about an absolute squad that that has championship pedigree that has a ball handler. Jesus Christ. The biggest reason why we lost most of these, uh, most of these games was because you didn't trust your primary ball handler, Marcus Smart, to be on the floor at all times. So like now you got Drew Holiday who will not turn the ball over. He won't, he won't go off his, he won't dribble off his goddamn foot running up the court. It happened 50 times. And it's like, you know, this is, it, it's, Drew Holiday is the perfect Piece for this team, and I absolutely love that Brad Stevens wasn't afraid to say it's that time. Let's go all in, put push it into the middle of the table. Let's fucking go.
1: Yeah, and I know it's been like a little sample size when it comes to uh, Porzingis in general, but like if he if he's able to stay healthy and do what I've seen, especially in the first game on a consistent basis, where it's either you know getting to the rim aggressively or popping threes or the, the the mid-range like if he's able to do all those things on a consistent basis and stay healthy like this is a dangerous roster right here
2: yeah i think i think to be honest with you like there's gonna be plenty of games where
1: and also and also on the defensive side you know I, you know that that, yeah. that goes without saying but yeah
2: well and also too like I, okay I, i'll put it this i'll put it this one way Outside of Giannis, there's not really a big man that I'm really worried about, like, running the offense. You know what I mean? And, like, they're going to, like, Embiid, Embiid is, uh, and I'm not worried about 26 ers at all this year. So, well, let's say Embiid at a bio, um even Anthony Davis, like, the, the some of the best big men in the league, like, they're not. They're not anything unless they have a point guard or an offense that can feed them the ball. And uh, now we have legitimately four lockdown defenders that will be able to play perimeter defense and make sure, like, if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to this 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 path into you is not going to be great. And we'll have Porzingis or Al there. And I do think. There's going to be a trade midseason for another big body, just a body like a veteran minimum guy still got a little bit in the tank. Like uh there's going to be another guy that comes in here and, and is able to play some some low post defense that that I think will we'll be will be just fine with uh when it comes down to the mix of the rotation.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, again, you know, I don't I don't think, you know, there's been teams in the past where you're you're automatically say yeah that team is top heavy right and you don't know who's who's gonna you know come off the bench consistently and 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 create whatever offense create offensively but you know with this team again like you know you look at you look at Pritchard who's got a who's got a new lease on life and you know it's gonna be a nah, dig- wait, dig- hold, on, hold on hold on
2: hold on preseason Pritchard is way different than regular season Pritchard yeah, he's I'm never not he's never he's guy. never even
1: done this in the preseason before.
2: I'm still not buying the hype. I need to see this in 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 games. The pull up pull up Pritchard needs to happen in a in a game that matters, bro.
1: He's not fucking Carlson Edwards.
2: <laughs> oh no, 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 no. No. He's way better than Carlson Edwards. He, he's good, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I trust him to be a rotational player. Well, yet.
1: I mean I'm not just looking at his shooting, like, you know, he's he's you know, improved on his, on his passing game so he can, you know, set up whoever. And again, we're not going to know probably at all. And, and it's every, every game is going to be the guessing game of uh, who's going to start because, you know, Joe, we saw that last year, right? How many, how many different starting lineups did he have last year, whether it was because of injury or whatever the case, but, or, or, or our guys not playing back to backs. But anyways, when you look at, when you look at this roster, right? Um, you know Lamar Stevens, fucking so Luke Cornett. Even though you know I'm not sold on Luke, Sam Hauser, my boy O'Shea. You know, like this dude um, from the play with the Raptors last year, um, Banton, Delano Banton. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I <laughs> like I like I like what right. I've seen out of out of Banton and and uh, Brissette. To be honest, I don't know how <laughs> if you feel the same <laughs> let
2: me, way. Let me tell. Let me tell a little story about O'Shea Brissette because. That was a streamer pick that me and Sway picked up on our fantasy team, like, you know, two years ago now when he was balling on the Pacers. So he he can play. He can play.
1: Yeah. But it's different though. When you're playing on a, on a championship roster with, you know, high expectations and you just get that right. little, that little, he, that, that little, from, that little bit of like from, extra motivation, so to speak.
2: He goes from the seventh guy to the tenth guy. And that's a lot of different expectation. It's like whenever your numbers call, you gotta be ready. And yeah, I think I think I think Brissett will be I think we'll see a lot of Brissett in the regular season. I think we're I I do think that um Luke, the Hornet, Cornet, um, will be very much an afterthought. I don't I even know the front court depth is light.
1: I mean, space spee um I like what I've seen out of him.
2: Oh, the Seton Hall dude, huh? But I mean
1: uh, you know, defensively, not so much, but like, you know, offensively, you know, passing, finding open guys, getting to the rim, Here's know, the shooting great thing. or whatever.
2: Here's the great thing. This conversation is like basically as bad as, uh, who are we going to keep? James White or RJ Hunter? Because these people are not going to be having
1: impacts on the team. And yeah, but these dudes are not like two-way players. They're like, they're
2: science. No, they're not two-way players, but it's like, it's <laughs> like, it's good. I would put our 10, 11, and 12 against a lot of 10, 11, and 12s in the NBA. Yeah. But I also don't think it matters that much, right? Like, you want, to, like, we we, we have a team that is built for the playoffs. We have a team that is probably six, seven, maybe eight people, eight, eight players deep. But that's what we're talking that's about. We're goal. talking
1: about, we know the top six. We know that, whether yeah. whoever's starting or not starting. But then we what about the seventh guy, the eighth guy, you know?
2: That's what we're, that's what we're. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think, I think that's fine. And I think, I think there will be some changes going on in the middle of the season just to beef up that, beef up that playoff, um, depth with a, with a vet. But dude, I gotta say, I gotta say, don't sleep. I know Sway said something earlier about Jordan Malsh and I actually think he's going to have a big, I think you're, you're wondering who that eighth guy is going to be. I think it's going to be Walsh. I really like this kid. I like his game. I like his uh I think if he can if if he can sum what resemble uh Grant Williams 3-point shooting, I think you can have a uh, more athletic Grant Williams uh with in Jordan Walsh in in his rookie year. I think it's going to be way better than Grant Williams uh like in year three, but there's there's a lot of opportunity for this kid. And he doesn't seem, doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that gets, uh, nervous in big moments or when the opportunity's there. He's going to seize that. So I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see him.
1: I did like what I saw, you know, the summer league, but he it, it hasn't really showed me too much so far in the, in the preseason. So, I mean, we shall see. The- also,
2: it's his first preseason you know
1: no, you're right, you're right, but like you know he is he is nineteen you know he still has you know time to 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 develop and and if he doesn't make an instant you know impact or instant guy in a rotation that's not the end of the
2: world either, yeah, but I think you will i think you will all right i, I hope you're right no, I'll be right i'm always right <laughs> well, why would you want to bet yo? we'll be doing it? Okay, let's put some odds on this shit. Let's say uh, seven one odds, huh? He plays forty games this year.
0: Jordan Walsh. <laughs> you think he's gonna play forty games this mm Hmm. All right, I'll take that bet.
2: Let's go. All right, so if we put if we put ten yeah, bucks watch, on it, watch Horvath get hurt for like three months. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. If we put if we put ten bucks on it, that means that you pay me seventy dollars if he does, and I pay you ten dollars if he doesn't.
0: All right, dude. All right, you heard it here first, folks. I think that'll be around the time where like he'll he'll just start getting in the games if he's if if he, you know, not even reaches his potential his potential this season. Like if he goes beyond it, he's almost the perfect. Uh,
2: Grant Williams replacement if he can start shooting at a reasonable clip from behind the arc then I think he's going to get a lot of playing time. I think he's going to get a
0: lot of playing time. I think he's not afraid to get shot. That's good. It, it is. I'm, I'm telling you. In like a year or two I think he, he could be a legit rotation, yeah. rotation uh, piece.
1: But you're right. No, bro. We, no, we but don't fuck with a
0: year or two player.
2: I know but we. he can't be, he can't be
1: afraid here, of the bro. moment. He can't be afraid of the moment though. That's the thing.
2: That's it.
0: <laughs> that's
1: that's that's been dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, this is all it. You didn't, <laughs> is you, didn't been dead. you didn't you didn't know that? Um, by keeping Terry, the next trade would have been to trade him for Drew Holiday. And, for <laughs> oh, yeah, because
1: because Milwaukee would have been all in on that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, I maybe maybe they hurt. trade for
1: Terry if they if they still Thank had you. if they still had Thank what's you. his name if they still had a. a, a, a Fuck, what's his name? I forget his name now. Wow. Uh, Bledsoe. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> um, all
2: right. How about this? How about this for a bold prediction for the year? We straight up who trade. Completely, who
1: completely fell off of the face of the planet, by the way, as soon as they got Drew Holiday. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, say, I say we trade we trade uh, Peyton Pritchard for Terry Rozier straight up. That's
1: not gonna work, man. Tarozzi is making like twenty some million.
2: <laughs> oh, bring him in, dog. Bring him in,
0: bro.
1: <laughs> ah, shit. Yo, well, you
0: one, put... guy, one guy who certainly beat the eye test, man. Is Pritchard, man. Yeah, but my guy. Not only <laughs> has he led. Change the topic. <laughs> <laughs> not only has he led. Not only has he led this team <laughs> scoring in all three of the first preseason games, but. Combine all those scores; he's got sixty-four points, man. Sixty-four yeah. points in three games. But I know not, it's preseason. But my, my, my guy's locked in right
1: now. Come nah, is not convinced though. He says he's not convinced. He says that uh, preseason Pritchard is not the same as regular season. Even though I think this is the first time we've seen Pritchard play like this in the preseason.
0: But anyways, yeah, thirty million dollars, Pritchard. Come on, man. I You're think talking uh, about the pro-ams, All right, no, this is this is different. All right, this um, isn't. This isn't uh, you know, going into some gym and and, and and balling out against people who played in D three
1: or, or Isaiah Thomas.
0: They realized when they were trying to trade
2: for Drew Holiday that they don't have a lot of solid contracts that they would be okay to deal. So that's why they gave Pritchard the money. But, he yeah. no, he can get
0: he can no, get you're saying You're saying this isn't this is long term, That what you're saying. I'm saying he can get traded this year. Yeah, you can't just recycle. It's a
1: team. It's a team friendly deal, kind of similar to like going back to, no. to to Rob for a second. Like we always, we always had that in the back of our mind. Like yo, if Rob does get traded, same thing with Smart. To those two do get traded, it'll be easy to trade because they're on team friendly deals. Same thing with Prichard. Oh, hold
2: on. Yeah, hold on. I th- I thought it was the fact that you can't sign yeah, let a new free agent. Yeah, and- you might be right, Sean. Let me double check though. I think, I no, think, I think, I think,
0: the new free agent is, um, the new free agent is the full year, but I feel like there's a date, but it's not a full year with, Pritchard. I'm I think pre- it's once pre- his contract pre- kicks in, you, you get it, There's a, there's a waiting period, like a three month period or whatever. We'll, we'll research it, but I don't fucking know. I don't know. So but,
1: then what the fuck are you talking about? He's going to get traded before the trade deadline. You don't know. No, well, you, I think, you're saying,
0: a, it's, not, it's not a long term plan. I get what you're saying. No, no, I, no, I get I'm it, lying. but he's
1: he's here for at least a season. There's, 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 I think yeah. that's yeah. that goes am right saying. Right now,
0: if it's one of the trade Porzingis, they can trade him because his contract has been kicked in. Yeah, you're right, Sean. So never mind. You could you could keep going with that. Yeah, you could trade
2: Pritchard. And his a, it, I think the trades go off of what the annual yeah average salary is. So now you got Pritchard that doesn't make that money until
0: next year. Guess what? Some, um, Trade fire, but anyways, do you the think- guys like guys like Brissett, you know, the guys who just signed restriction expires in December. So mm-hmm. those are the guys who were just newly signed, but guys who are still on the same deal from you know, the past few years, they're, they are you could trade them. Um, I, and I just, I just think that
1: so
2: how come, how come, def- how come Jalen Brown can be traded for a year? Because he's been signed. He's on
0: he's on his first year of his actual contract now. No, no, no. He's still in the old contract, oh, yeah. but because he, because you signed him under the, uh, what do you call it? Bird rights. The bird rights. You can't trade him until, um, uh, July 25th. So pretty much that's when he signed that contract around the same time because, because he's under, because you were able to sign him, you know, going over the cap and all that and extend him and give him that special, you know, that, that super max I know team could give him. You got to wait at least a year. It's like, it's like he committed to you, so you gotta wait at least a year until you- Someone like, get Zach Pelican on the phone, bro. <laughs> it's that new CBA, man. That new CBA is very player-friendly, man. Alright. I don't even
2: care. I'm not worried about trading Peyton Pritchard. I just think that Peyton Pritchard- no, I, I get what you're saying. All you gotta say is that he's not part of the long-term, long-term plan. In, in your not opinion, he's, he's a chip. He's
0: a trade chip. Which is And, could be right. and could be
2: right. I also, I also don't think that this pull-up Pritchard and like doing it in prime time and- Doing it against real NBA competition is a real thing. Yet, maybe he gets there. If he gets there, great. I'll be stoked to see that he can do that against real NBA competition. But I just don't believe it right now. This oh, guy really hates paying printer. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, for real. I think maybe Sean I do. doesn't like
0: uh, overhyped like white guys. What do you think, Joe? It's uh, kind of like how he didn't. It's, like, it's kind of like how you didn't see Eight Mile when Eminem
1: was in his like you know, hated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a uh, something that's something to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, I feel like you're more <laughs> you're more you more into the underdog, you know. My this like guy, this guy, this like, guy sounded like
1: he sounded like Iguodala uh, uh, earlier, in like in the in the summer, he was talking about like like white NBA players that they're <laughs> they like, they don't they don't get respect, they don't get the respect because like no one believes in them. But it it, it got back to talking about um, let's do out, let's do it on the Lakers. Um, Austin Reed. Austin Reed, they're like, oh, yo, this white dude can play. Like, there was, I was just, oh, there. yeah, <laughs> no, that's
0: right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not. And no one, no one takes the
1: white players seriously until, like, they, like, surprise you somehow.
0: No, no it's, it's not, like, it's not like the it's not kind of thing, Max story when he first saw Flatty Bird, he's just like, oh, like, slow clap, <laughs> there he is, the great white hope, <laughs> and they're like, one scrimmage, he was convinced. He was like, "Yo, this dude could actually fucking like, play." This dude is about right
1: to away. fucking take my job, yeah. <laughs>
2: uh But here it is. Here it is. It's not. <laughs> it's not white guys. It's not just white guys. It's white American ball players because there's so many Europeans that come in and they're like, "Yeah, you love those European dudes." And you love, yeah. Them. I'm a, I'm a
0: European white white basketball yeah, guy. I think you were the first one of the first people who were just all about Luca. Oh, that, that teenager dude? Yeah, bro. Been, <laughs> like, oh, been bro. telling
2: you about looking for years, bro. Been telling you. I had him in my top five in his rookie year, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that I believe. I think That's it's just
1: European top. guys in general because you, you had like onto the Kumpo. Yo,
0: you had Giannis <laughs> before. He like had muscles. He yeah. Had when, he
1: when he was actually shooting threes, you were like, oh, this guy's, this guy's the real deal.
2: Yeah, you guys could just say it. I'm a great fucking basketball scout. I got the eye, bro. I got the <laughs> eye. I understand talent when I see it. You All know, right.
1: we'll see. We'll see if you're right about Jordan Walsh.
2: I am right
0: about Jordan Walsh. I know I'm right about he's Jordan not, Walsh.
1: He's not European though, so we don't know.
0: All right, Sean, you ready, man? It's the first one of the season, man. You know, we're at, the, we're at the tail end of the preseason. It's gonna be the regular season before you know it, and you'll be uh it'll be a full swing. So it's almost like a uh a run-through, a brief run-through to see if you're in preparation for this time because it's been about, what, Joel, what would you say, about three months now, three four months? Well, actually, no, this is before we we stopped in the playoffs. Yeah, we stopped, we stopped before, we the playoffs, before the playoffs, yeah, yeah, be, so. Man, we're talking about a six-month hiatus yeah. that you're coming on of right now. So yeah. No pressure whatsoever, but here we go, man. At that time in the, uh, of, the of the schedule, our first edition of Looking Ahead.
2: All if
0: you want to look
2: ahead, we'll fucking do it. I've been waiting for this moment my entire summer, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tease you guys a little bit here, okay? I'm gonna tease you. Oh, all right. Let's stay in the business. Uh, first, first game that's up next. Which actually, I'm I'm a little bit pissed off, Celtics. Okay, why do you not have a matinee game in the preseason? First year ever, they didn't have a matinee game in their preseason. What the fuck's oh, up with yeah, that?
0: You're right, especially on the weekends. You usually get that one that's like at like three or so. Man. I was I was waiting to bring Jordan. I was like, this
2: is what I'm going to bring Jordan. I don't care if I stay for the game. He's going to interact. He's going to get used to the stadium. Like,
1: well, the first the first Philly game was what like like six.
2: That's not a matinee on a Sunday. But I hear, but I hear what you're saying. But yeah, but that was sold out. That was the raucous, most raucous crowd in yeah, PDR history. Yeah, 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 I, I'm, yeah
0: but, I'm surprised I tried to bring that up, man. Like that was the craziest, like high most hype preseason game I've ever heard, I've ever seen. Yeah, was, because the, was,
1: the city is, is fucking trying to get over the the socks and in the, in the in the Pats right now. So it's like, if, oh. yo, yeah, the city, the city is is there for the Celtics if they want to fucking take over right now. The Bruins, <laughs> the they they lost a couple of you know key pieces from last year's. "Quote historic <laughs> regular season," but
2: hey, they got Luch back though. They got and Luch they back. Did.
0: That <laughs> jersey's coming out of retirement right now, bro. Yeah. No idea what you guys talking about, bro. <laughs> no, I know who Luch is, but I'm just like, you know, do not talk about losing pieces? I'm like, no. Oh, idea Bergeron, Bergeron and Krejci, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bergeron and Krejci, oh, the OGs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they, still, they, still had a, they still had a big impact at, the, at, the,
2: at their
0: advanced age. What the fuck? You even know <laughs> <going on. laughs> <laughs> So why, <laughs> they, so why are they retiring for? Because, because they were they were, a, they, they were upset. A, I knew all the hype and all that, and like I know how great they were, but I had no idea that it was like that. Like they like they they only they held off retirement because they believed in the team so much. Oh.
2: Yes, yes, that was that was how bad it was, and now Marshan's the captain, which is so funny. Yo, these man, dudes yeah, were like so.
0: 19 when I first found out who they were. Man. I, like, that whole, like, 2011, like, championship team, like, I, it's insane how, how many of them, like, stayed on and how, like, they never got back there, you know? So,
2: well, they did. They, they got did. back there. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like, they never,
0: they didn't win. So, uh, yeah, like, yeah. But they didn't win another one. But, like, you know, a few of these guys, or a handful of these guys pretty much spent
2: if not their whole entire career in Boston, Pretty much
1: the entire career. Yeah, plus this is their like hundredth season. No, so, KT
2: like, and Bergeron spent their entire career in Boston. And right, but even even the uh, did they
0: that, lead, like, pretty much did. Alright. Ready to look ahead, motherfuckers?
2: Yeah, man. I thought you never asked. <laughs> we have uh Knickerbockers, Celtics, Tuesday, seven thirty. Uh, in the Garden. I will be surprised to see... Well, I'm actually going to be looking forward to see how big the crowd is. And I hope that this is the first game that we see the full starting lineup in effect. I think it should be, right?
1: I mean, they got all this time off, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Drew, Drew's a part of the team now. I think it's going to be... I think... I think... I don't think... um I think this next game should be the full test. And then we'll see what happens. But... That is that is the next game, and then Celtics travel down to uh, Northern Puerto Pablo Country. Uh, they go to Charlotte mm-hmm. and see what's going on down there. Which, by the way, by the way, speaking uh, the of, Charlotte Hornets.
1: Speaking of perfect
2: are storms,
0: absolute absolute <laughs> fucking mess right now. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I think that's when uh, I think you, when you rest everybody, you find out what, you find out who's going to make the team that night. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think that's what the, that's what's on the slate. That's
1: a perfect that's a perfect opportunity to rest some guys. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping the the game of TV is gonna be like the the final tune up like. Yeah. Treat this, treat this like a regular season game. Hopefully we see more of that. And then the last game we'll see, all right, we're gonna make the team here, you, know, you know. This is it. Right. Yeah. o shape okay, brissette. Uh, speed, speed, right. lock in. All right, you wanna make this team or what? Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh scene hall, Betty. So yeah. I think the only big thing. There's two things that I would take away: Knicks and the Hornets this year. Is the first thing about Nick's. Um, Have you seen Julius Randall's fucking media day photos shredded like a beast, dude? This dude some weight. He is just he is in prime shape right now, which could be a really. He good was thing trying to. He was trying that direction though, but yeah, no, nah, you, you, you can see the game. But he's shredded, bro. He's ready to go, and you know if he can, if he can, I think the Knicks, the Knicks should by all by all means be a potential top five seed in the East this year. I don't know.
0: What do you guys feel about that? I don't think it's going to happen at all.
1: Yeah, I think you got to worry about
0: you got to <laughs> worry about Cleveland. <laughs> uh, are you are you being serious? Or...
2: I am. Brunson Barrett. Uh, Randall? Like, yeah, What's
0: man. Wait, what does Barry mean? Like, a lot of you just threw that in there. Like, people, man. like, I, I don't know what to make of this dude, man. Like, I feel like you can't even put him in, like, the fringe all-star conversation, let alone, like, expect him to, like, be that guy when you need him to be that guy. You know what I mean? Like, he just he shies away from the big moments. He's not like, okay, if, he, if you want to say he's your, like, quote-unquote, the three or whatever, yeah. like, you know, your third yeah. option, I guess it's not the worst thing in the world, but, like, I feel like his name gets tossed around as if like he's got this like allure, as if like oh, any year could be his year. Like I never got that feeling from this dude. Mm. I, don't know. I don't.
2: I don't. I don't feel like any year could be his year. But I feel like I feel like if you have a a, a motivated and healthy Julius Randle mixed with Brunson. That's a legitimate combination. I like those two. Yeah, you're on to
0: something there with those guys. Yeah. yeah oh, but is, right. it, better, and then is it, better,
2: it 17, 17 to twenty point per night score, and I think he can do that he out, you know. Yeah. But is like that
1: better than Cleveland though?
2: So I don't think they're better than Cleveland, but I think that Miami's gonna fall off this year, like uh standings wise. They made it to the eight they were the eighth seed last year, Joel.
0: What do you expect them to do in the regular season this year with the same how funny, team coming back? How funny was that clip of, uh, Joe Mazzulu with JJ Reddick, man? Like, bro, you know, you, uh, I said, I said, can you imagine, like, if we lost to an AC? It's like, uh, hey coach, uh, just, just so you know, you... You lost it to is. those guys. And yeah, to no. Like I get, I get both sides. Like, I get what you are saying. Like, yeah, you probably don't have a job if you lost to the Heat in the first round. But it's like the way you worded it, as if like, oh, like, can you imagine if we lost to an AC? It's like that's exactly what happened.
1: No, I know, I know. But he was the whole, the whole like context of the conversation was like we were pushing so yeah. he, he was like I was pushing so hard for that first seed, and I and. He's like, but well, what if we did get the first seed? Like, you know, uh-huh. would, would we have fucking even beat Miami in the first round? Like, that? So- right, right.
0: You got the context of what he was saying, but like, yeah, it's just funny the way JJ said it. He said it yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. had like, to break like, to okay, your coach. JJ.
1: You did. Lose to- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's yeah, like, oh, well, yeah. He yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, like responded that way. Like when you respond real quick, when like you know like what he means, but you're also saying like, hey, fuck you. Yeah. Like yeah, that was funny. <laughs> That's the way Missoula responded. <laughs> So the reason why the reason why I think the the Knicks can be a top 5 seed this year
2: is I think when it is Celtics Bucks and then everybody else. And the Cavs probably could be um like maybe the next tier down, but I mean, I'm not going to put the 76ers or the Heat or I don't know any other than the East outside of the Pistons. Uh, in a conversation about going after, like, having having a top-five se- season. Like, yeah, the, it's the Knicks versus the fucking 76ers versus the Pistons versus the Heat. And that can shake up. I think that can just shake up and be whatever. So, I do think that if there's going to be one year where the mm. Knicks could make an actual like... Well, they'll do the exact same thing they've been doing for, like, two and a half years now. is like... Be the four seed and losing the first round and making like little noise,
0: like you know that that's. i really you saying season. though, if they strike, you know, if they get out to a hot start, you could you could see them leaping out to one of those you know top right. five spots and holding it down for for you know a month or so. But you yeah, never no, and- I mean, they it's happened before, right? Remember how hyped up these guys were a couple of years ago, where it was like, man, are these guys you know the sleeper team or whatever, and they they haven't. They haven't gone back to that height since pretty much, you know, I mean, okay, but
2: there's they look at it. There's one thing to be said about the Knicks. And this is not a good thing. This is just a thing, but it could end up working in their favor is they've had a lot of continuity on this team now for, yeah. for three years outside of Brunson being brought in. They've had Randall Barrett quickly, quickly being their. On their team in the rotation, you know they've had they have the the young Josh center Hart, there. Who's
0: the center there, though? Oh, Mr. Robinson,
2: he's good. Mr. Robinson. They have they have continuity, so maybe. I mean, have they
0: uh,
2: brother. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they just they just they just could they could potentially be someone that. It's making some noise in the regular season. I, I, I see that happening. Them in them in Cleveland, but then everyone else is just garbage in the Eastern Conference. It's going to be such a fucking top heavy division, but. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, that's the Knicks and then the Hornets. Yo, Sway, who's your favorite person on the Hornets right now? Uh, probably Terry was yeah. yeah, Terry. Isn't I it like weird? Ray.
1: I like Kai Jones.
2: Yeah, there's Kai Jones, who is a crackhead, and there's <laughs> Miles Bridges, who is a, a wife beater. And then there's uh, – What is going on the uh, It's the It's the other guy. who's the, it's, the, it's their draft pick. Who's their draft pick that was basically in a homicide conversation in Georgia? Brandon Miller, and then somehow snaked his way out of it. Um, gun charges, all that stuff. They, uh, like, it is very, very, very disturbing when Terry Rozier. <laughs> he a very, very disturbing. guy And LaMelo, LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier are your uh, model citizens on the team. That, that is, is a why, problem.
0: That's why Rozier got that second extension. They're like, yo, can you just stay, please? Like, you know, we'll do. do. He's like, all right. Yeah, no doubt, man. So, like, you know, I know we suck. It's not getting much better, but, like, yo. We're going to give you the back. Because, alright, cool. You're like, yo, Verziers made so much money in this league, and I'm happy for him. But you wonder what this, yeah, you wonder what the franchise is going to look like in a couple of yeah. years, man. It's just like, man, when I look, when like, I look at how the do bottom, you fix this, you know, you're in that position. Like,
1: you know, when Michael Jordan just like, <laughs> jumps ships, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with y'all. Sorry. Guys. Yeah, I'm done. He's
0: yeah, <laughs> like, this is only going to get way
2: worse. So let me get the first. Yeah, because <laughs> I, when I look, when <laughs> I look at, when I look at the Easter Conference this year and I'm looking at the bottom of the barrel teams like there's the Hornets <laughs> and I mean maybe you throw the Wizards in there but I believe in the oh, Wizards, yeah, the Wizards are way are more man. the Wizards are bad but oh, I, yeah. I I would believe in the Wizards way more than, like 35 games versus like the Hornets could be a, a 17 win team this year,
0: like legit, like 17, 18. Shaw's like, well, this their team wins. might be in the G League next year, guys. So let's be honest. Well, I mean,
1: they messed up, you know, yeah. when they, when they waived, you know, Kai Jones for no, for no reason because he, you know, talked about his trade request on, online. Like that's, I mean, it's not a reason to wave anybody. What's, what's going on with
2: that? Huh? Um, <laughs> you do understand the reason why they. i trade
0: his ass too, man. For other
2: reasons too. <laughs> um, too those. Do you know, do you, wait, are you guys? Are you guys hip with the Kai Jones live Instagram shit? Well, Go know. ahead. Can put us on. Yeah, put, right. put us Kai on. Jones, put us on. Bonus, bonus, bonus here on and looking ahead. About three or four times in this summer, Kai Jones went on Instagram live, um, literally looking like he was on ecstasy in the club, just dancing by himself in his apartment, sweating profusely, uh, dancing to music. I saw and, one of those, but uh, I
1: thought it was like a one-time thing. He did it like three or four
2: times? Oh, he did it like three or four times, yo, yeah. Yo, it's it's kind of fun, guys. You never tried it before, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, he basically okay. he basically did Molly in the apartment by himself, went on Instagram live and played club music and just danced. And then said he was better than LeBron James and stuff like that. Like he was he was he was, so he was he's different. different, Sean. What's your point, man? He's <laughs> also awesome. different. different way, bro. That's why when I when I heard when I heard like when I heard uh, I demand a trade. I was like, dude, you're.
1: He, twe- a <laughs> he tweeted that shit out. He was like, I think it was like hashtag like Goat Life or something like that, something crazy like that. And oh
0: yeah, yeah, he keeps saying that Goat
1: Life. Yeah, and then and then and then uh, like the there was rumors or reports from like the Players Association, like oh he could be fined up to like 150 grand by you know talking about his shit or being suspended, you know, about after uh, prom- not promoting but like posting his trade requests. and then he ends up getting waived anyways a couple of days later, so it's like. Oh right! You know
0: gonna kind of, sign Right, and, and of course, Celtics fans, being who they are, right away, immediately on Twitter, yo, yo, I can help you out though. <laughs> and I, love, yo, I love, I love, I love this one comment. I got so many likes. This, this dude goes, "Yo, Celtics fans just want them to sign everyone, huh?" <laughs> That's That's so so real, true. Dude. Anybody who's like remotely available is like, "Yo, what about this dude?"
1: Like, okay. he'll be cheap he'll be cheap <laughs>
0: it's like, yo, you know you know this team is kind of beyond that phase right like they're, they're uh their championship you know one of the favorites to win the championship they they made all these deals like they're not in that same like i don't want to say desperation mode but they're not in that same boat where it's like oh anybody you know what i mean like oh, don't, don't sleep when this guy was available don't sleep with that guy like they're a really good shape, you know yeah yo, but
1: check, out, Come check on. out check out check out matt Barnes uh uh, like <laughs> retweet or repost, whatever they call it these days, of of that of, of the uh, I officially requested a trade from the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Matt Barnes said, "Praying for you, little bro." Another reason why the NBA needs more vets. Help these young players navigate this crazy journey. <laughs>
0: Yo, for real, man, that's so true, man. If you, you feel like the league's been trying to like push guys out, you know, veterans at least, right? And you, you're like, man, who's going to guide this dude? <laughs> Who's <laughs> gonna yeah, guide this to right? Yeah, I know, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's clearly on some whole other leg. Like, <laughs> he could be out the league soon.
1: I know, right? Terry's like, I, I can't, I can't help you, bro. I can't help you.
0: Um, he may
2: be out the league right now. I don't think anyone's yeah, this. I don't think chance.
1: anybody's picking up on him. Like, especially when you're telling me, Sean, that this has happened multiple times where he was, you know, partying it up, you know, doing, having his own rave in his in his, in his bedroom, <laughs> popping pills and whatnot.
0: Mr. Solo,
1: over here. Mr. Solo, Mr. Mr. Ranger over here. <laughs> yeah, right. imagine that kid being like, "Yo, uh, yeah,
0: you gonna take the practice
1: tomorrow?" Nah. <laughs> so, yo, y'all want some edibles? You know I mean? Y'all want some edibles before we go to practice? Uh, nah, Kai. I think I'm good. Uh,
0: nah,
1: man. I'm gonna <laughs> we'll go see the trainer real quick before. All uh, you know, right, I need to. Uh, get that stretched, bro. Yeah, man.
0: The NBA needs like uh, I don't know, man. Some um, kind of program or something for like
1: membership. No, uh, mentorship. Players.
0: Yeah, something, man. Some old cheese coming in, and knock some heads around. Yeah. The thing about
2: thing about Kai Jones too is like he was always a raw prospect. Like he never had like a crazy year. Yeah, but it seems like the, just the
1: Hornets crazy. always draft players like that.
2: Yeah, his best year was eight That's eight true. points, eight points, we have have an MO. five rebounds. So he and had what what's he out of Yeah. Um, and then Miles Bridges got arrested again.
1: Yeah, because he had a warrant out for the for the for breaking uh, the protection order from uh, the from the first arrest. <laughs> so
0: are you breaking news now? I mean, are you of your segment? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you trying to uh, spite things up over here? <laughs> and then, of course, of course, you know, Mister. I, I don't hate it though. I do want to keep this energy. You know, carry this into the regular season, i appreciate you drop these little tidbits about these teams that are uh, about to pick the Celtics. So, like, I mean it's better yeah, it's better it's better than him. No 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 no, this is no this is better no, Sean. I, I don't hate it listen, listen. I don't hate it. It's just that uh I get the sense that this isn't gonna be a regular thing, if I'm being honest.
1: No, but this is different. Rather than you I talking just about, up and
2: just- <laughs> normally, normally I give you a bunch of stats on some random guy on some team that we're gonna play, and you guys are like, "Okay, here we go."
0: Well, normally, play. it's related to betting, but okay, I guess so. Every once in a while, if you if you're really hot on that particular team, but it's rare we get these little like you know updates. These uh, these these headlines, if you
1: will. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, there's, there's that, but then he usually does like, you know, oh, like, you know, the, a prospect that's going to come into the league, like, yo, like, the Hornets should draft this dude because he's X, Y, and Z and that type of shit. Yeah, but then other times he just goes right
0: through like it's real quick, you know I mean? Yeah, that's true. You know, he does that a lot, man. Yeah. But this is good.
2: Yeah. Maybe this would be the, you know. Well, what, what, I'm re- what I will say is I'm very. We should talk to him about it, Joel. You know, we should talk to him about it. I'm very disappointed that the the Celtics are not playing the De- Detroit Pistons in this. Yeah, the
1: fact that the fact that you brought them up, you know, three or four times, and we didn't bite it. You <laughs> <laughs> now you bring them back again, like we're gonna bite on this one. Yeah.
0: All
1: right. So, what's the prediction, sweat? I mean, uh, Sean,
0: <laughs> your your favorite betting team, <laughs> the
1: Pistons this year. The fact that you think the Pistons are going to be in the top eight. That cracks me up.
0: <laughs> you want wait? You want his prediction for the Pistons? Or you want no, 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 no. <laughs> for the
1: fucking Celtics. For the Celtics, <laughs> man. I don't want to goddamn for the Pistons. <laughs> oh, the Pistons! The Pistons
0: will win in forty-seven games. He's, He's like right over under guys.
1: Forty-seven games. Okay. dude. Forty-seven. No, no. Yo, you want to? Yo,
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna stack up these bets against. So you're Sean. telling yo, me you to tell bet on that,
1: bro? So hold on, hold on. So you're telling me the Celtics are only I'll gonna win? On, so the Celtics are only gonna win like what? Like ten more games than the Pistons? Is that what you're telling me?
2: Yeah, the Pistons will be the Pistons will be a top four seed this
0: year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, let's, uh, let's show the way we're <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'll talk off air, Sean. We'll, we'll make some bets, you know. <laughs> Hold you to him. Don't
0: sleep.
1: In case you missed it.
2: In case you missed it. In case you missed it.
1: In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Uh Duce is going to be drug tested after the show ends. to make sure that um, his Detroit Piston takes are not real takes. Okay Kate
2: Cunningham is going to be
0: healthy. Cade Cunningham is gonna be healthy.
2: Very
1: disappointed,
0: Sean. Sure. Very disappointed. See, now now Sean's so doing a thing where like he doesn't believe it, but he has to, like he's putting his faith into it. So he's
1: like, No, no, because yeah, that's what he does. He stands his ground. He goes, I, I don't believe yeah. it, but like I'm gonna, you know.
0: Listen. I, listen. Gonna, gotta
1: I, I gotta stand behind you it. Yeah. Know, yeah. I stand behind yeah. it.
2: I'm not sta- I'm not doubling down on anything. You know how I said at the at the end of last year I said
1: Forty seven games though.
2: Yo, I, I Yo, I watch, 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 watch Detroit do it in like twenty
0: twenty six and you'll be like, see? he's oh, yeah. <laughs> always he's I mean, always
1: two three years uh, you know ahead
2: I will say this I will say this 47 games may have been a little bit of ambitious but they will
0: they will be I mean, we're gonna have to break up nah, break it's up too late forward.
1: bro it's too late you, you locked it in yeah. you locked it in you said 47 right,
0: everyone's everyone's gonna be the maxed out right. they're gonna be like yo they're all gonna wanna get paid you have to trade everybody away. yeah <laughs>
1: yeah like 47 the, like games like the fucking Oakland A's
2: 47 games baby let's go they're gonna all be right. the best. lock it in lock it in 47 games lock it in lock it in, lock it in. all
1: right in case you missed it, the James Harden soap opera continues down in Philly. While this oh, trade man. request has yet to be granted, the All-Star Guard told uh, reporters Friday that the relationship with uh, Daryl Morey can't be repaired. Uh, quote, this is in life. When you lose trust in someone, it's like a marriage, said Harden. I wanted to retire a sixer in the front office. Didn't have that in the future plans. So, so dramatic. So <laughs> dramatic. Mind you, Mr. mind you.
0: Mr. Philly now. Mr. Philly. Yeah, no, <laughs>
1: Mister. Right, like, like this is the place I've always wanted to be. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right.
0: He was the first one to hop up a secret ship. He, he saw the he saw the first league and was just like, I oh, ain't yeah, the fuck out of here. Like, All right. No, he
1: did that yet, yeah, but he did. He's done it already in like two other places. So this is the third time he's doing this. But anyways,
2: uh, he's like, I don't think I don't think they're gonna trade Embiid, so they might as well trade me.
1: Yeah. So mind you, the only team that, like has talked about or been reported that really would trade for him, uh, quite frankly, is the only team, right? They won't they have they've had they, they have their offer on the table for Harden, which is the you know the LA Clippers for those that don't know. Uh and they're not budging on, on their their offer. Yeah, that's
0: what this is all about. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And they're that and, that and that? they
1: really and they don't don't really have to rush to get this done. Like if you want to get it done, then you know, it's it is what it is. Like if the trade goes through, it goes through. If it doesn't, they're not like, please, you know, what else do you want, guys? We're gonna no, that's not that's not gonna be right. the case. So, you, you know want to
0: you
2: wanna know where he's gonna end up? And at home mid-season <laughs> mid-season, mid-season okay he's going back to OKC. You watch
1: man you, you you you're really making these crazy <laughs> bets
2: huh i'm just saying dude OKC. if you have shea and you you're 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 competing and you have chet and you have the, the competing and you bring a veteran in like james dude that's a great fit
1: but why would OKC do that why would they trade they, why would they trade they would have to trade they would have to make like contracts work like why would they do that
2: Um, um, just, just wait for it. Just wait for it. Basically,
1: basically all parties involved. Harden, the Sixers, and the Clippers. They're, they're, they're not, they're not giving in. All right. That's, that's the bottom line. On top of all that, there was a report earlier in the week that, uh, from Woj, that the Clippers actually, they offered more to Portland for Drew Holiday before he got traded to the Celtics than they did for James Harden. And according to Stephen A, the Rockets back in the summer, they were set to give Harden a four-year max deal, had he become a free agent, uh, before he decided to opt in with Philly. But Harden told, uh, reportedly, Harden told the Doka he wanted to return to Houston and become the old scoring Harden, to which Email was like, uh, nah, man, that's not what we, that's not what we need you for, bro. Like, that's not, that's not what we want you to come here to do. <laughs>
0: that's not, that's
1: not, that's not what we do here. That's, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, that's, what would
2: what would he may do with a guy like Harden? <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> he's like, he's "Yo, like, everyone plays defense." Yeah, uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: So he's like, he's like, "So we're good, bro." So so when that didn't happen, Harden told Philly like, "Yo, I'll opt in, but you got to trade me."
0: I wonder how this whole thing like
1: So I mean, no, like bro. Oh, so, so, you know, Harden in my opinion like he's he's caused all of this and and, and 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 oddly enough, like his best option would be to stay in Philly, but he's being an asshole. So He's gonna stick by it,
0: and I love how Embiid is just like not addressing it. He's just kind of like you know trying like to play, you know, see what happens. I don't know why. Like he, he's he, what was it the interview that he did recently saying like you know people aren't even like mentioned Philly on the top team. You know, and I'm just like, Yo, like, yeah, there's a reason why, bro. You gotta ignore this big elephant in the room, and like, and I guess maybe that's the, that, that's what's best for him because he just want to get into it at the same time. But it's just like man, like how do you like? If How I, do you ignore that, and then, like, in the back of your mind, you're just hoping that, like, he's just gonna like show up and just like, I, I don't know, like, do you guys see that happen? I don't see that happen. Like, yeah, but I think, it, I think I think he sits out. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't no. See him just showing up.
1: You're right. You're right. I I think that he believes the same way Jimmy Butler believes that the roster, as constructed, whether Harden plays or not, that they're still in the championship picture, or at least to get <laughs> so out you of. Think East. He's
0: saying that, like, thinking that Harden ain't gonna be there.
1: I think he, I think he feels like if Harden doesn't Probably. come, it's, it's whatever because, you know, where the guys that are showing up is like, these are the guys that I'm gonna, you know, go to war with. And if Harden wants to show up, he's gonna show up. It's the same thing kind of with, with the, with the Simmons thing a couple of years back.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like, if he wants to right, show right, up,
1: fine. Like, if he doesn't, you know.
0: gotta be so ticked off, man. No, of course. So.
1: But, you know, if he shows that.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, he's doing the right B, thing. B, you're right. He's B, doing B, the right B, thing. Yeah. And B, yeah. Yeah, dude. And B's like, yo, I've had two all stars I've played with, and both of them are fucking nutcases. <laughs> you give me Simmons and you give me Harden. Like, that's all I've had.
1: And like, and then the offseason, like, who do they bring in? Um, uh, Kelly Oubre, right? And I forget who else. I feel like they did like a, one more. Well, under the radar yo. signing.
2: Can I, can I say one thing about Harden though? I'll, I'll say, I will say, I have one good thing to say about Harden. If,
1: if you say he's gonna end up with you know some other crazy place, we'll... no,
2: no, no. Right. But what I what I feel what I feel like is like the, that was even what I was getting at. But there's obviously, but no, no, no. I, 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 I'm 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 gonna be real. There's there's Harden can be a legitimate piece that goes to a team that is fully established because we saw what he did against Celtics last year in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: like, when when Embiid wasn't was not playing well or he was out,
2: right? But there's. But 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 if 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 you get a motivated Harden in a team that can actually <laughs> oh, hold on, I'm not going
0: to get that into the playoffs, man. Like, it, right, right. But, plus, but you, plus, you is, think, you think is,
1: Nick Nurse is, is, is going to like put up with that? Like during the season, he's, no. he's not going to be like Doc <laughs> yo, go to this, go to the strip club to go, you know, relieve whatever you got to do to come back and you know play like you play. Bro,
2: <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But if you if you like look at. Some of the Western Conference teams that like, and I said OKC because I just, I, I feel like there is, a, there is, maybe it's not OKC, but there is some team that is going to be overachieving and wants to make us flash and feels like, Hey, if, um, if we had a guy that could come in and win us two or three playoff games on his own, that's very, very valuable. Those players don't exist in the NBA normally that are, are in James Harden's position. So I just think like, yes, trade value is very low right now. But if the Sixers are, Sixers are smart, they say, Hey, don't even play or play like we want you to play, but we're, we're definitely going to trade you midseason and then you can see what you, see what you can get back from them because Right now, you're not going to get anything bad for Harden. I don't think you will get like anything good. But hey, if you can get a first round pick and and some garbage for Harden, like I think you can do that. Right? <laughs> well, no the thing, thing,
1: but the no thing, but the thing, but the thing with Harden is right. Like on, I don't
0: know if teams want to do that. That's what man. I'm
1: saying. The like, thing with Harden is, is like he'll I only play. He will only play, Look like, on jazz. his.
0: Look at
2: the, the yeah, jazz. Look at the jazz. Jazz right now. But
1: why would you want to? Why would you want to mess up a young core like like the jazz or OKCO? you know what I'm saying or whoever? Because you, he he's you only going to want to play about teams
0: like the. You got to think about teams like the Lakers or like Lakers, the teams that like in that, Lakers. at that point yep. where they're like, man, so then, so we, then, we, we need some some kind of just we need some kind of star or offensive. Yep power that you know you're gonna get from, from, from hard and during the playoffs yeah but at in
1: some point. in theory that or makes at least you hope so in theory that makes sense but like if he's going to a, a team like that it's because he's like I'm gonna be the man the same thing where reportedly he was trying to do going back to Houston, like oh, I can be the man again in Houston. It's like nah motherfucker, that's not what we want you here for. <laughs> like we want you to just, you know, distribute and, and, and score, but you're not gonna be the number one option. Like those games that he played well last year, he was the number one option. That's what he wants to be, the number one option But
2: let me let me let me let me say this one thing. Like why why yeah. is not Miami
1: traded for him? Like Miami, like would you have okay. would you rather have Harden or, or fucking Kyle Lowry?
2: But Philly ain't gonna make that trade. It's gotta go out west. Like if if there is if there is some type of trade where you can match, and I haven't I haven't looked at it yet. And obviously we don't know what teams are gonna be where. But like in the Western Conference, there's gonna be a lot of teams that are competitive. That see James Harden as like, okay, trade value's gone. He hasn't played all year. Now we don't have to give up all of this capital that we, we would have had to in the offseason. He's gonna get moved and he's gonna he's he's gonna be playing in the playoffs this year with some team. I, I know that for a fact. And uh, I just don't know which exact team it's gonna be. But right now, trading for him is dumb. Wait till he sits out for another two months and then trade for him
0: and then see what you can get.
1: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna mark this. This is like the third or fourth bet that I can potentially win with Sean Dutra. Okay. Yeah,
0: we're gonna win so much money, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: easy money, bro, easy money. <laughs> wait, I, I
0: wait, wait much heat, bro. So, bro. Go ahead. What is what is no, the hardest? He's about to double
2: to down or something crazy.
1: Let's do it. No, say it again.
2: Where do you guys think Harden's gonna end up sitting on the entire? He's gonna sit up the entire season, the entire or, season?
1: or or the Clippers are gonna you know finally like you know. Fold and, and trade for him. It's, it's the only two places he's going to be. He's either either at home or with the Clippers. That's it. Yeah,
2: I agree with that. I I okay. Well, fine then. Give me the give me the rest of the field.
1: What do you mean the rest of the field? Like who who gets traded to Philly? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, he's, he's saying he's, he's, he's saying, saying <laughs> if he gets traded anywhere else, that he's going to win the bet. That's What he's saying. Oh. Yeah. No.
1: No, um, oh, Mo, you're you're just saying he's going to be playing in the playoffs, right? Is that what yeah, you're saying?
0: So I'll
2: take. I'll take the 16 playoff teams versus the fucking Clippers and and Sixers. Let's do that bet.
1: So, not the Clippers and not the Sixers, but any other other, you know, 14 playoff, playoff teams.
0: teams. <laughs> uh,
2: actually actually and including play-in teams too. So, that gives me 20 teams. <laughs>
1: He's like he's like I like my odds for that.
2: I love I love those odds. I love those. All
1: right, all right. We'll talk. We'll talk after the show. All right. In case you, in case you missed it, uh, Dylan Brooks, uh, speaking of the Houston Rockets, has been fined twenty five thousand dollars by the NBA for quote recklessly making contact end quote with Pacers big man and former Celtic Daniel Tice. And what should we say the uh, nether regions his groin, cr- crotch, whatever during a preseason game earlier this week. Uh Brooks was uh, sack. Brooks was yeah, no, that was a fucking you know yeah, that's exactly what it was. It's was fucking sack wag. Yeah, that's, that's what it looked like to me. Sack
2: whack. We were talking about sack whack yeah, earlier.
1: Yeah, it was seriously. Brooks was assessed a uh, flagrant two and ejected with over seven minutes left in the first quarter of the Rockets one twenty two one hundred three victory over Indiana. I don't know, fellas. Uh, do you think this might stem from Canada getting eliminated by Germany at the uh, FIBA World Cup? Oh,
2: That's I past, think he definitely had some carryover. over that was the first thing I thought of.
1: He was like, "Fuck you, Tice!" Sack whack, wah, wah.
2: Um. By the way, if anyone ever came at anyone with a sack whack like that, <laughs> everyone in the every, I mean, first off, sack whack. A sack whack is the back of the hand, open hand. Yeah. Flip up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This was a this was a punch ah. to the groin. This was a. This was a this was like a uppercut to the Grundle, so nut,
1: nut punch. So <laughs> what are we talking about here?
0: I think I think that's a better way to explain it. Yeah. All right, cool. A nut, a punch. Nut punch. So it. Nut punch right. <laughs> no, That's crazy because we were we were just talking about how back in the day, like that was a stupid little game that like. People did in high school and, and, and stuff and how like people just probably don't do that nowadays, or I don't know who the hell did they do it or not, but like <laughs> and then you say this now, that's funny. I'm I'm glad you didn't tell us the uh I'm surprised you didn't tell us the story when we were talking about that before the before the show started.
1: Yeah, I mean on honestly, like I caught the end of that that combo and I was just like, Oh like it it like irks me so much that I don't like want to talk about it. But, you know, I just brought it up because of Dylan
2: Brooks, you know. Um also, do you think that Ime Udoka is pro or anti-sackwack?
1: <laughs> Remember maybe, who's, who's pro sackwack? Seriously, but like if, if you Eme, if, I gotta, Eme, if I gotta choose if I gotta choose, if I gotta choose, if I gotta choose, I think he's somewhere in the middle. He's somewhere in the grundle area.
2: Yeah, I think I think I, <laughs> I think I think I I think harness is a locker room. Cause, you, oh,
1: 'Cause I can I can easily right. I can easily see Ime defending it saying, nah, it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. It looked bad, but I don't think it was that bad. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, it was bad. <laughs> it was a punch to the fucking testicles. But anyways, Dylan, Dylan Brooks, off to a great start in Houston. In any way you want to look at it. But last but not least, uh, in case you missed it, congrats to Shaq and Alan Iverson. as uh Reebok has named O'Neal, president of Reebok basketball alongside ai who uh serve as vice president for those that i'm not I'm not i don't want to like age age myself here but like all of us here on this on this podcast uh we remember like they, they both had a signature Reebok shoe during their during their respective uh, nba careers and then obviously now it's come full circle uh shaq will handle strategy and partnership while irison will help with player recruitment so that should be good with bringing, uh, I guess, the, uh, Reebok, the well, Reebok brand Iverson, back to the NBA.
2: Well, Iverson drinks liquor.
1: Yo, he's still waiting on his uh, his payout when he turns, how old? In his 50s? I forget how that contract was with the initial yeah. Reebok deal.
2: Crazy thing is, like Iverson sold way more shoes than Sha- Shaq sold.
1: Yeah, but like Shaq, who's a better business person, though?
2: Understandable, I understand. <laughs> since uh, Iverson lost all his money, and Shaq is like a
0: billionaire,
1: and he's a like on every fucking commercial, he represents every fucking company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, yeah, it's a good way to kind of save the business, right? I feel yeah. like Reebok
0: is like, you know, I don't know. It's been a while since we've seen like a signature shoe from Reebok or at least a, uh, someone that's like a, a well-known like spokesman. Like who's who's the last guy?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, uh-huh. it's like, this is, this is like, they're bringing the, like, Reebok brand back to, like, basketball. Like, yo, know, like, Puma uh, and fucking Under Armour get more, more NBA players wearing their shoe than Reebok, if, if, if at all.
2: Guys, uh, uh, remember how I was talking about Julius Randle earlier? Um, he's
0: with Skechers now. I was just about for to for real. Say, well, there you I, go. No, no, no. I was not that I was going to say Skechers, but I was thinking about mine. I was like, even Sketcher has like you know they have yeah, like you said, Julius Randle. They had like Doja Cat. They have like 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 some like you know popular names. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, when's the last time Reebok had someone that's that that's like a not a household name, but someone that like most people recognize? Uh, Sway, so it's been since Allen Iverson.
1: Though. Yeah, for real, yo. Like, when's the last time you saw a Reebok commercial? Like, remember Reebok? Nah, it's, gotta
0: be, it's gotta be somebody. else you was know, like a football player, somebody. You
1: no, know? well, maybe, maybe I was about to say maybe when Reebok was doing like the NFL jerseys, maybe, but like they don't even make those jerseys no more.
2: Yeah, man, Reebok hasn't been legit since Allen Iverson left them, and the only thing they do good at now is fucking tennis.
1: That's the thing. tennis.
2: They, <laughs> oh, so they have athletes from okay, All right? That they, they, dude, Reebok getting back into basketball is bringing me. Back to like 2003, bro, right now. Like, it's seriously like,
0: feel like Reebok, Reebok. Yeah, I used buddy. to have the, uh, those Iverson headbands, man. I had the, had had uh, the, the shirt, remember had that, that sleeveless shirt with the, with the i3 going yes. under it. Oh,
2: yes, man. I do. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Do you remember, do you remember
2: how big? You had a pair, you had a pair of AIs. The AIs, the AIs with the zipper, the black AIs with the zipper, and oh, the, the, shoes. the, that, those shoes. I hated Alan Iverson as a Celtics fan, right? Growing up and like, <clears throat> it was the the outfit for like the popular kids in middle school was Stone Cold Steve Austin, Austin 316 t-shirt, <laughs> baggy jeans, and some fucking Iversons, bro. That was the look.
1: It's some but Iversons, bro. Yeah.
0: That was it's the look. Iversons. I
1: think you were going to say like, you know, <laughs> the headband or something on the sleeve, but you're like, nope, Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt.
2: No, that was that was white America, white
0: America <laughs> in middle school for me. He's like, and they even they,
1: they even used to rock home rows for some reason. Like it was crazy.
0: Yeah, like no, like, but yeah, that's that's the, that's an example of how he transcended, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like, it makes sense to have him, like you know, recruit some players. Like, yo, you want to be at Reebok? This is where you want to. This is gonna be. This is gonna be big for you. So, like, the younger players,
2: they're gonna put beehives in your souls of your sneakers, all right? There's going to be ads in
1: there. That's how they do it. All right, that's going to do it for this uh, edition of uh, In Case You Missed It, follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street and subscribe to Causeway After Hours. That's at patreon.com slash causeway for exclusive content such as our after show and a one-on-one with uh, Joe Sway podcast Uh, with opening night less than uh, two weeks now. We're giving away not one but two jerseys of your choice. So uh, sign up. You're automatically entered. One will be given out right before the season opener. And the second will be a few weeks after that. So probably into like November. So, and again, you, have
2: to fight, you have to fight me for the second
1: one. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's patreon.com. The winner,
2: the winner of the second uh, round. Not
1: true. No, 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 That's not true.
2: The winner of the second round gets a, gets a sparring match with me to see if they win
0: tickets. No, stop saying it. All right, what is, what is the, the legal ramifications for
1: me yeah, for saying that? Yeah, that's <laughs> patreon.com slash Cosway to subscribe. Uh, there's a, the latest episode of One on One with uh, Joe Sway podcast is with uh, old friend Terry Rozier.
0: Rose future Celtic. I don't know about that, but he does talk about uh, the what if you know the what if conversation. You know how things went down. Celtics fans trade to Charlotte Hornets. A uh, silent trains for Kemba Walker. What if things were reversed? we we'll talk about that. What if they didn't go reverse? plan? Did he do that? <laughs> I don't know. You got to find <laughs> out. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I should have brought up Sean's plan. Hey, you know about Sean's plan? would have been like, Who? Sean's what? Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Oh, at you at mean Dutra? Port- oh,
1: yeah. I know Dutra. Yeah. <laughs>
0: at yeah, that so point, he would have known he was a vital cog in Sean's plan. All right? Come on. Far- come on. Like, Far- like Far- He's in one in- fans. For our, long, for our long-term fans, you, you remember. Yeah, exactly. It's Sean's playing. Of course, of course. With the Rosier and, yeah. and Marcus Morris and all those
1: guys. Rosier is a good friend of the show anyways. You know, he's in he's in our open, for God's sakes, you know? It's, it's, it's all That's good.
0: That's right. So. That's right, man. We go back, man. We go way back. So, yeah, it was really, it was really cool catching up with Rosier, especially uh, somebody who um, I first met at Media Day, you know, when he was a rookie. and To see where he's at now, it's, it's insane, man. Eight years, you know? Even, even he can't believe it when he heals it, you know? it's incredible when we think about those days because eight, he's been in the league for eight years. And you think about those uh, Terry Rozier, you know, the scary Terry days, you know, like, it feels like it was only you know, two, three years ago. But obviously, that's not the case. However, he also talks about players that he played with, watching the Suns go to the NBA finals, all that stuff, man. It's really cool catching up with, uh, with with Rozier. You talk about Isaiah Thomas? Uh, this is bring up Isaiah? No, we didn't talk about Isaiah. I think, well, he talked about the team as a whole, you know, in general. He, he, he singled out to a couple of
1: people, but it wasn't, uh, he didn't bring up Isaiah. Yeah. Ah. So head, head us up. Subscribe. That's patreon.com slash causeway to be, yeah, to, not, only to, not only to listen to the, this interview, but to automatically be entered in our jersey giveaway. Two jerseys, two jerseys within the next few weeks here. All right, but before we get up out of here, you know, I'd be remiss not to address the, uh, horrific acts of the terrorist group, uh, Hamas as the loss of innocent Israeli and Palestinian lives continues to grow. Well, uh, I'm not going to sit in and, you know, pretend that I understand this, uh, escalating, uh, war and conflict out in the Middle East, but I do know that the, uh, hateful acts of uh, terrorism can never be, uh, justified. So with that being said, uh, our thoughts and prayers obviously out to the innocent victims and their grieving families. So let's pray for a resolution and um, no more lives lost, John. Let's, let's pray for peace. All right. Till next time, we are out. Later.